Hey lovely, welcome to the Truth and Transformation podcast. This is a podcast that is definitely not for children because it's a no BS podcast, so I will be swearing, we will be talking about all the things, so put your headphones on if you've got little ones around you. We will talk about family, we will talk about relationships, we will talk about sex, we will talk vulnerability, we will talk trauma, we will talk all the things. This is a self-love podcast so that you can start feeling damn good about you and your life. I hope you enjoy it. Thank you for being here. Hey lovelies, today I want to talk about comparison, competing, the kind of fear of being copied, like somebody copying off you, or you kind of being scared that um, you're going to be like somebody else and what you have is not original and you copying somebody else. This is something that is huge on like... um. In our kind of personal life, you know, we can kind of feel threatened by other people. We can feel less than. Also, if you're going for a dream, if, you know, you're trying to birth something in the world, you know, you want to start a business or something. I feel like this is quite a huge thing. And, you know, there's that kind of quote that comparison is the thief of joy. And it for sure is. And I feel like this is something that I I do really quite well with. It's an area where I'm not perfect at because I'm human. No, nobody's perfect. Um, but I'm pretty good with this. I don't tend to worry about this too much from a, a comparing myself like, oh my gosh, is my stuff going to be good enough? Not from like kind of comparing myself, but it definitely comes up for me in in this kind of like, oh my gosh, you know, will people get this sort of thing? And this is something that I've really, really realised that the more that we ourselves, we just can't, there isn't any competition. And I know there's going to be people are like, yeah, 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 there is. But there's actually not because we all have these kind of like soul contracts, these, you know, people that, you know, are meant to, to be in our lives. And I just truly believe that we can't lose anything that you know, we can't miss anything that is is meant for us. So I tend not to to worry about this too much. And I tend not to really compare myself to other people. And definitely when I was younger, this was something where I always kind of felt less than. And I I see this a lot with people that um, I'm working with and stuff, this kind of fear of them going for the things they want and being copied or them copying and sort of them feeling like oh but it's already been done and the thing that I want to say is that this is such an effing lie like such a lie because of course things that you come up with it's probably it's probably been done and we put so much pressure on ourselves for it to be kind of original but that whole original thing is an effing lie because the way you do it, the way you think, the way you comprehend, like all of it is going to be so original. It's going to be so unique to you. Like nobody can, nobody can copy that. And we have this kind of fear about like, you know, people copying us or we copying them. But the thing that I've learned is when we're really, really loving ourselves, we're just not so impacted by that. We're just not so threatened by that. And for me, you know, there are so many self-love empowerment coaches out there, but it's never freaking stopped me because I know nobody can do it the way that I do it. And anybody that resonates with me and my podcast, they're going to freaking love my coaching. So there is no competition there. There's just, there's just not. And anybody who doesn't resonate with me and doesn't resonate with the podcast, 
they're not going to want me as their coach, but that's great. That's great for me and it's great for them because we're not aligned. There doesn't have to be this like, oh, I'm not enough kind of thing. Like, doesn't need to be any of that. Doesn't need to be this like toxic thing. I truly, truly believe that, you know, when it comes to um, like love and relationships, there is just such an abundance of that. Like you think of how many people there are in the world you really think that's not people who is going to like just love you for you you're just not that special and I'm not that special and so for me it all comes down to us truly truly just being ourselves and somebody's gonna like effing love that like somebody is literally going to be drawn to that but not just somebody like lots of people and often we don't have the love and the things we want in our lives and you know the careers are like whatever it is because we're scared to actually be ourselves, we're scared to show up for that because we're so scared of, you know, what people will think and or we're scared of, like, being copied or somebody kind of copying us. But here's the thing, even if somebody does say call, copy you, as in you do something and they start doing something. Now, I've had this done to me and it's not been one of those things where I was kind of like, I thought they'd copied off me, but I wasn't really sure. I've had it done to me where I know... I know they did. I can remember this one toxic friendship that I had. And, you know, this this was, this is all on me because I didn't love myself enough then to kind of have boundaries. But basically, she would have stuff coming up, you know, kind of in her life, particularly in her relationships. And, you know, I've been with my husband a long time. So we've worked through a lot of stuff. So this is stuff that I know quite a lot about, about creating healthy relationships and stuff. So I was often kind of coaching her on these things, you know, for free because I thought that's what a good friend did. Um, I realise now actually, you know, good friends actually don't come to you for free coaching. You're just actual friends and it's just not like that at all. But anyway, I can remember like, you know, coaching her through these different things she was going through. And one of the things that I was very kind of aware of is obviously like she had past kind of wounds and stuff coming up. Things that um, I, I I knew that was clearly like, you know, inner child stuff because we all do. We all have trauma stuff and we all have things, even if it's not like kind of like obvious trauma when, you know, because sometimes we think of trauma, we think of these big things, but it can often be like um, not feeling seen as a child, feeling like our emotions weren't valid that you know we always had to to be good to kind of get love like all of these things and they can play out later in our lives so basically I said to her you know have you ever done any kind of inner child work or anything like that and she was like no I don't know what this is I've never heard of it and so I was like you know helping her with that coaching her through that and then literally she started doing like YouTube videos on inner child work and didn't freaking credit me and I was just like oh my gosh like I I know and like literally some of the things she said on that video were things that I coached her on and so like I knew it'd come from me because she literally said no I've never heard of it can you help me with this and I can remember just feeling quite hurt by it and here's the thing it's only our ego that needs the credit you know, that kind of feels this lack, that feels like, oh my gosh, they're going to get the credit and then, you know, um, they're going to be seen more as authority and nobody's going to come to me. That's all our ego. That's all lack mindset. You know, there's always enough to go around. So it didn't matter in reality that 
actually done that. You know, I sort of think of people like, I don't know, I always think of people like Wayne Dyne. I can't imagine, like, he worried about that kind of stuff. Maybe he did, maybe he's kind of in the early years. But I think as you get older and you get kind of a bit wiser, those things don't worry you so much. You don't feel so threatened because you know there's plenty to go around and you can't miss anything that's meant for you. So you kind of don't need to be seen as this authority because you just you know you're good and you know you've got it you've kind of built up your confidence but it hurt me because like I just felt like kind of just taken for granted and here's the thing like kind of in in relationships and and in love if you kind of um I guess expecting something in return it's it's kind of transactional doesn't feel good so but also the thing is like so that was kind of my bad that I expected her to credit me but then I know some people are going to be listening to this and being like no no Kirsty she should have credited you and I also agree and it depends what you class as a really good healthy relationship and what your standards are so now I kind of have this um system I'm going on a tangent with this but there's a point to it I'm coming back to it and I've talked about this before I think with it might have been with either Sana or um Jess but basically on a couple of episodes ago when I was interviewing them I can't remember which episode it was but I was talking about like I have this kind of like traffic like system where you know um like red lights is just no 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 this doesn't feel good like you know kind of get out the situation or kind of like amber lights which is just like mm, I'm not really sure about that or green lights and now looking back on reflection that was kind of like an amber light and it soon became a red light that for me, it's soul-nourishing kind of friendships or relationships is where, like, you want to credit each other, you know? Like, if some, if it's, you know it's come from your friend, you'd want to credit them. So that's kind of the standard that I have now, where in a relationship and stuff, that I'm not expecting you to, you know, say thank you for everything, to credit me for everything, because I'm giving to you because I want to. I'm not expecting a return. I'm not expecting you to be like, oh, Kirsty helped me with this. Like, I'm not expecting any of that. I just give to you because it feels effing good to do that. However, I also want to be in relationships where I feel appreciated and I feel valued. So I kind of have this standard now where if something like that happens, I'm going to see that as an amber light. And, you know, if it keeps happening, I might bring it up. In, in a really loving way and you know and then if it keeps happening then it becomes this kind of red light thing where it's just like I, I don't want that kind of in my life so that's that but my point is there's enough to go around so in reality if I hadn't been so scared if I hadn't been in so much of my ego that wouldn't have impacted me the way it did for sure was definitely a, a, a sign that that's not what I want in in my relationships and that we no longer have a friendship but my point is when you're scared of being copied there is some there's two parts to this first of all it's it's your fear and it's your insecurity because nobody can do it the way you're going to do it and especially if this is just like random kind of people now if it's something closer to home this is where you've got to decide like um, how you want this to look? Do you want to to speak to them about it? Is it is it is it your stuff? Like, and kind of have that almost like 
know your kind of core values, know the things that matter to you in your relationships because it's different for everybody. So for me, that is one of the things that matters in my relationships that, you know, I I really, really show the people that I love, that I appreciate them, obviously imperfectly. And, you know, I would want to share. If, if one of my friends is like, doing something and I've learned something from it and I think it's valuable I'm gonna want to share and credit that like you know and and for me I also want that in in my relationships in in my friendships so when we kind of have this sphere of being copied what I want you to know is that nobody can really really copy you they might be able to take parts from you so as I say with this one it was kind of like this inner child thing but they're never going to be able to do it the way you do it. And when you start recognising nobody can do the things like you do it, it stops impacting you so much. We have this fear of being copied, but the thing is nobody can ever completely copy you. They just can't. And the other thing is we have to get out of our ego because we we have to sometimes, I mean this in the most loving way, we have to get over ourselves a bit here because that's a lot of that's insecurity because the thing is those ideas those inspirations those things that kind of come to you that they're not they're not yours you don't own those things you didn't sit there and create the thought the idea and stuff it just came into you it's it's like from the divine it's from source whatever you want to call it so sometimes you think you're being copied and actually that same idea is going to somebody else like it is, it's whoever decides to, to actually run with it. Like it is, it doesn't belong to you. You don't own it. What, what belongs to you is you being you and your essence. And we stop being so worried and feeling so threatened about people copying us when we're taking care of ourselves and we're solid in our own knowing and who we are. So this is why this is a self-love podcast, because it always comes back to to you and so this kind of fear of being copied it's not even a thing and as I say I know there's been times when you've been copied I've had that too but what I mean is that it is fear it is it is our ego because you can't miss anything that is meant for you and the other fear we have is as I say us not being original and we see something and we say oh it's already been done the thing is, like, it doesn't mean that you're not supposed to do it because nobody's going to do it the way you do it. And maybe it's if you're seeing it everywhere and that's already been done, maybe you keep seeing it because it's actually the universe saying, like, I keep showing you this because there's something in this for you and I want you to do it. Obviously, only if it feels good. But we have to, you know, stop comparing ourselves and stop competing and really focus on on our own frigging lane and you know if we ever feel like somebody's copying off us kind of go well good for them good for them good for them for recognizing I I saw this thing that you've got and I liked it so I went and got it because you don't actually own it you don't and for me we make ourselves so miserable by you know being so attached to everything as if it's ours but it's not we came here with nothing we will leave here with nothing all the ideas, all the inspirations, your style, all the things that you like, none of it belongs to you. There are so many, as I say, self-love and empowerment coaches 
but nobody's going to do it the way that I'm going to do it. The same as nobody's going to do it the way you're going to do it. And when we stop competing and we actually just start collaborating with each other, and especially, you know, if you're doing something in the world, it's more worrying if somebody doesn't copy off it. But like I said, they can't actually copy. Because when somebody likes your stuff and it's 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 made a difference, they're going to want to share that. Now, for sure, I think be integral and I always think credit people. But if somebody doesn't credit you, that's on them. And we don't worry about that so much when we feel this kind of sense of abundance that I've got this. But what we what the fear is, is that they'll do it better than us and people will want them and and not us. But that is our ego. That is our fear. And when we start cleaning that up, it's such an effing game changer. So it always comes down to, it sounds so annoying, but it's the internal work. And I've also been in situations where I've been doing something and then, you know, I've recognized that other people that I really, really like are doing something similar and they've put something out there and I've been like, oh my gosh, that's the sort of thing I would say, that's the sort of thing I would do. And then I have this fear that they might think I'm copying off them. And then I had to realize, I was like, but that's okay because I can't lose anybody that's meant to be in my life. And that's their stuff. If I know that I'm not copying off them, then... I know that and I can't lose anyone and this is the same I've probably done it where I thought somebody's copying off me and they probably haven't been but even if they have it's not mine it's not my stuff you know I've had this kind of so I'm I'm writing a book the first episode was all about this you know it was all about me coming out as bisexual so that I could write a book that's in in my truth and if you've listened to that episode like I pretty much just cry all the way through it But it was just this really pivotal moment of me being kind of in my truth and writing the book. And it's kind of been on hold a bit with everything that's going on with the pandemic. And it just doesn't feel aligned to get it out quite yet. But I am still working on it. But as I was writing the book, I kept seeing like other people would be sharing things that I'd kind of put in the book. And I was like, oh my gosh, like people are going to think I'm copying off that person. But I didn't even know they'd said that or done that and I've already wrote it in the book and what I realised is like I've got to get over that because so many things that have been like a game changer for me I'd heard like so many times before before it kind of before it landed and then somebody else would say it and it shifted something in me and it shifted something in me because I needed to hear it the way they said it. Anything kind of self-help, kind of all the spiritual stuff, you know, if you listen to podcasts and stuff, if you really get to a root of it, a lot of the messages are the same. Obviously, there are some differences, the things we're going to disagree with and stuff. There's definitely things that I think, you know, are not cool and toxic and all of that. But a lot of the messages are the same. But I would have, I wasn't either ready for it or I needed it from a certain person. And this is the same, like we, we're so trying to, to be original, but it's a lie. Nearly everything's already been done. The originality that is truth, that is real, is you being you. It's trusting there's an abundance, that your relationships, the people who are meant are going to be in your lives, are just going to root for you, they're going to be proud of you, they're not, they're not going to feel threatened and it, they're just going to like th- 
thrive from it, from from being in your energy. And if they ever do feel threatened or you ever feel threatened, like trust them and trust yourself to do the inner work and to talk about these things and to come together, but to to stop competing and to stop comparing and just really get into your lane and celebrate other people. Celebrate it. You know, for me, I sort of think if anybody's working with me and they go off and they use my stuff and they share it, like that's an effing good thing. And for sure, I would hope they would credit me where credit's due. But as I say, where credit's due, a lot of that's kind of ego. More just as in, I know I learned this from Kirsty and I'm really, really grateful. So I'm going to credit Kirsty there. But I would never, I would, you know, I would never expect somebody to basically a lot of the things that I've learned I'm aware it's it's not mine as in whether it divinely got downloaded so I don't have copyright to that even though I might not have heard it from anybody else or whether I learned it from somebody and what I really work to do is when I know I've learned it from somebody credit them you know I'm always crediting like so one of my favorite teachers is Wayne Dyer I talk about him a lot. He's probably like my favourite teacher and I credit him a lot for that. And anybody that's helped me along the way, I want to credit them. I want to credit them. But I also know that they learned it from somebody too. Or maybe it was divinely downloaded to them. But that's the point. It wasn't it wasn't because they were the chosen one. It doesn't belong to anybody. It's just that they were the badass that was brave enough to put it out there. So it's really you being brave enough to go for the life you want and to stop comparing yourself. Comparing yourself is, I don't know if I've said this already, but it's its self-rejection. And I'm just in this phase of my life where I just haven't got time for that crap. I haven't got time to be concerned if, you know, somebody's copying off me, so-called copying off me, don't really believe it. Um, but you know what I mean? I haven't got time to be concerned if, you know, if there's, if what I'm doing, if somebody else is doing it, because I've got a life to live and I want to have, I want to enjoy myself and I want to have a good time. So I'm focusing on my lane and anything that doesn't feel good, you know, I can, as I say, have, have the traffic light system. So whether it's, this is like literally in, in kind of like, like, online or offline so if it's online I can unfollow I can mute you know if it's in my life I can be like does this feel good I can trust myself I can trust my body when it tells me something feels off about this like it all comes down to you 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 building up your confidence in yourself um and like confidence is like a seed that you have to water every single day it's you knowing your own worth it's you working on like knowing there's there's more than enough to go around and if you're right now like Kirsty that is not my reality your current situation or your past doesn't get to dictate your future you know I've, I've been in really kind of like lack places in you know terms of like money relationships like all of the things and what I can tell you is it's such a cliche and it's just so fucking annoying but it's true it truly does start with from within but if you find that you do get impacted and you do not feel enough and stuff, like, do do the work on this. 
because it will change your life. And if you want support on this, if you want any help with this, like you can message me, check out my website, see if it vibes. You know, I do one-to-one coaching. I've also got a workshop coming up called Less Fucks, Way More Love. It's, oh my gosh, it's just going to be a game changer. I've got audios coming out. There's so many different things that we can do together. And also I want you to know that like, you know, like you've got these answers within, like your soul, your intuition obviously guided you here. So like, trust yourself, come home to yourself. And if that looks like getting support and working with me or somebody else, like freaking do that. Know that you are your number one security and you get to be supported. Um, So if that feels good, do that. And if it doesn't, like, do it your way. Do whatever feels good, but stop comparing, stop competing and start living in this kind of abundance mindset. And you will find at times you won't always have this abundance mindset. I don't. Nobody does. There are times when I go into lack. To be honest, this happens, this happens frequently. And, and it's really about how quick you can kind of come back. And that's, that's something that I excel at. I, I witness it. And I'm like, you've gone into fear, Kirsty. You've let external things, something outside of you, um, dictate your worth. You've gone into fear. That's okay. Like, no shame. They're Kirsty. You're human. Have grace with yourself. Have compassion with yourself. And then come back to yourself. And then from there, tap into this abundance. I truly, truly believe when it comes to kind of people and when it comes to love, there is an effing abundance because none of us are just that special that we don't get to have that when you think of how many freaking people there are on this fucking planet. It's just ridiculous to think that um, that somebody would be would not want you or not want what you've got or that people won't care. That's ridiculous. Of course people care. It's just often we're, we're seeking this validation outside of us. And that just doesn't effing work. So I will be back next week with a new podcast episode. I hope you have a wonderful day or evening, depending on when you're listening to this. And um, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for being here. Namaste, lovely.